on maynard.com.au. AU! We've got a special, special treat for you today. I've got with me the person who brings the funk, who brings the bass to Tijuana Taxi. In fact, they are the person behind the Tijuana Taxi. Tina Harris is my name. Hello. What's your journey with Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass been all about? Is it the parents' records? Yes, indeed, it is my parents' records. But I confess, I was there too at the time that those hits were out there. It filtered into my childhood, as it has done for many of the people in the audience. Let's just remind people a bit about Herb Albert here in the Tijuana Brass. Songs like What Now My Love. This guy's a new, a rare vocal from him. You see this guy This guy's in love with you Spanish Fleet. My favourite, I love his version of Cabaret and Hello Dolly. Hello Dolly Who are those people? That, I couldn't tell you. I don't don't know know. enough about that one. I've got to go back and listen to it. I don't think it's Herb. I'm suspecting maybe someone like Julius Wechter, the marimba player, who wrote Spanish Flea, actually. He had a humour, this guy. I think he was a bit of a jokester. They formed the band in 65 in the wake of the success of Whipped Cream because the demand was out there and there was no band before they formed it. Whipped Cream and Other Delights by Herb Albert. I think it sold six million copies. And, of course, Herb Albert is half of a M Records. Yes. The other M in A&M Records is... The M is Jerry Moss. I thought it was Mr. Mendes from Brazil 66. He, he was Herb's first signing, I think. Oh, that's why. And, and Herb co-produced all of his albums, I believe. No, I don't know about whipped cream so much as I know the original recordings took place in the garage of Herb because no one would give him a gig, no one would give him a recording deal. So he went, well, you know, stuff that. I'm going to put stuff into my garage and we're going to form our own company and record. And that's how they put out Lonely Bull, which was the first single. able somehow I think the guy's a salesman I think he must be a pretty good salesman and Jerry Moss would have helped him but first of all he made the product getting that product to the right people I think is key so he must have had some kind of talent in that way that even though no one wanted to give him an initial recording deal he was confident enough to go well okay I'll just do it myself how hard could it be how come you just didn't decide to go with some of your other parents records like Bert Camford Klaus Wunderlich. Because they didn't have them. No, I don't remember. I didn't know Klaus Wunderlich. It was either that or the soundtrack of West Side Story. that's coming. Do you ever want to expand the repertoire to maybe go to some Brazil 66 or some other well-known instrumental classics of the time? Because it was a time where people would release instrumentals and they would be huge chart toppers. Yes, it has been suggested, oh, you should do Sergio Mendes. Much as I regard Sergio and his work very highly, it doesn't have the same emotional connection for me personally. Nothing instrumental has sold like that ever 
before or since. That was an era where who would think that an album of complete instrumentals was going to be, but it was just a different time. People responded to melodies and not just singers. TUR Taxi is playing at the Camelot Lounge in Sydney. Any other gigs around the world coming up? I'll predict the Edinburgh Festival in 2020. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> a Scottish Tijuana taxi. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of that. The, the guys that are in the band, they've actually got an emotional stake in it, which is quite rare for any band of any size, of any calibre in Sydney. When they miss a gig, they hurt a little bit. Good to see a bit of loyalty in the muso yeah. industry. You've got some fun facts about Herb Albert. Some of the things I learnt whilst researching the group was that the albums outsold the singles of the day. In 1966, over 13 million recordings were sold, outselling the Beatles. So much so that the Guinness Book of record recognized a new record had been set five albums simultaneously in the top 20 billboard an accomplishment never to be repeated wow. and that was her about the tijuana brass yeah. that era of going places and whipped cream eighth at the camelot lounge in marrickville and that's the only gig at the moment that's the only gig at the moment you were saying you were you got a couple of bands you got a 15 piece colombian band the colombian band's not my band but I, it's a band in which i enjoy playing and there's another big one called mucho mambo which is a fabulous sort of 50 and 60s mambo Latin orchestra. People who come along with those, they know how to dance. They know how to do the dances. Everyone's an amazing dancer. What sort of Latin country seems to represent the most with the dancers? Do you get people from Brazil or is there any particular country that tends to really, they love dancing more than any other one? My thing is Cuban, Afro-Cuban music. So we have a clutch of Cubophiles and Cubans that come to see, I have a 12-piece Cuban salsa band called El Orqueston and we have a very nice Cuban and Cubophile following. There's a group on, on Facebook that I love that I haven't been able to join. To join that group as a record collector, you have to have a photo of yourself with a copy of Whipped Cream and Other Delights on cassette. It can be on cartridge, it can be on anything, but before you can join the group, there's got to be a photo of you with a copy of Whipped Cream and Other Delights because they reckon it's so prevalent that any decent record collector will come across it close enough and get a photo taken with it. I'd love to find it on 8-track. You mean the cartridges? Yeah, the cartridges. Oh, dear. On what will you play it? I'm going to dummy up a label and put it on a wax cylinder. I've still got my cassette players. It's interesting that this all came about because we were sitting out in after a, a party with, a, you know, some stragglers, and he said, I'm going to put some vinyl on. He put Tijuana Brass on and listened to it. I thought, I should do this as a band. And then I thought, I should do this as a band. So I did. Back in the 80s and early 90s, there was a band that got around Sydney with the great name of the non-threatening combo they did all easy listening tracks that was all they did and it was fantastic how much of the percentage of the audience is coming along and enjoying it ironically and how much are going oh i just love herb i've got to be there I think there might be some that go, oh, this this will tickle my fancy, and maybe with a slight sense of irony, oh, this is going to be a great kitsch night, let's dress up and whatever, and then realise, oh, this is such great music anyway. You know, ironic or not, it's just joyous, and it kind of makes you laugh, but not in a derisive way, in a bubbling up joy way. Will you be adding any more Herb songs for the show coming up on the 8th of December or not? Not this time, no. We're going to stick with the 21 or 22. It's seems like a lot of songs but they're all about two and a half minutes long. I think it might have been Whipped Cream and Other Delights. The entire album goes for only 26 minutes or something. It's not very long because some of the songs are 1 minute 46. 
And I think the way Herb sold albums was that a lot of his songs were used on TV specials. It was the theme for a bubblegum commercial, well, chewing gum. They called it the Mexican Shuffle. That one. That was called the tea berry shuffle. So when yeah, they took the piece of gum, they'd do a little dance <laughs> to that music. I heard did a Christmas album in 1968. He had a track called Tijuana Christmas. He did a Jingle Bells. There was a buck to be made. He set up a foundation for the promotion and encouragement of young musicians. So it's like a scholarship. He's quite serious fellow. When I've seen him interviewed, he's, I'm not sure how great a sense of irony he has, right, interestingly okay. enough. Yeah. Well, when you've sold that kind of stuff, it really doesn't matter because he was big at the time. Then people were enjoying it for what it was. Love Casino Royale. Oh. That should have won something because Herb's soundtrack for the Casino Royale album, of course, the Dusty Springfield track. The look of love is in your eyes a look your smile can't disguise that soundtrack is great well you know herb didn't really write the hits he wrote a few songs. He he was the arranger. He's the one who took Hello Dolly. He was the arranger. He was the guy that had the idea that of taking lollipops and roses or uh, getting sentimental over you, which had been like a Tommy or Jimmy Dorsey big band oh, yeah. number. Frank Sinatra sung it. I'm getting sentimental over you. And turned it into the song that it was, you know, bum ba da da da. And if you think you're a groove and you think, oh, I don't know about this Herb Albert thing, if you are a regular viewer of Family Guy, every time Stewie has a sexy party, they play a track off the Casino Royale album called Home James Don't Spare the Horses. Which means I'd be free to throw some of my sexy parties. <laughs> and the girls come on and dance with him, and that is Herb Albert. In this, every time you hear Stuart mention a sexy party, that is on that album, yeah. And people think, oh, that's the Benny Hill theme. No, it's not the Benny Hill theme. Here's the Benny Hill theme. This is Home James Don't Spare the Horses. It's almost worth enduring the movie Casino Royale with five directors. That's why it looks so disjointed. Five directors. It does have some great 60s images in it, but it's worth a look. And, of course, Herb Albert's, you know, wow. I 
seem to recall trying to watch this. <laughs> well, it came on TV, you know, years ago because I went, oh, this is that song. That song would go into my head and I didn't know what it was called. And then I found out, uh-huh, that's... It's even got words. We have played on Planet Maynard before, the, oh, the really? choir singing it. end of the movie, which you probably didn't last through to, there's actually a vocal version of it at the end. those songs I've since learned the words were written post the instrumental version. Spanish Flea was one. There was a little Spanish Flea, a record star he thought he'd be. He heard of singers like Beatles, the chipmunks he's seen on TV. Why not a little Spanish Flea? That was written by the wife of the marimba player Julius Wechter who had his own group, a sort of spin-off group called the Baja Marimba Band. Cabaret, I really like it. My only disappointment is that those guys don't sing. Hello Dolly is the only one where they do the vocal. Hello, Dolly. Well, hello. I will consider doing Hello, Dolly in the future. <laughs> Maybe you could do it with a German accent. To finish up with, we should dissect your favourite Herb Albert song. And what would that be? There's one called More and More Amore. To me, that is sublime. And that was written by a guy called Sol Lake, a former furniture restorer. Every muse has got to have a job on the side. That's right, yeah. Well, he ended up contributing 26 songs to Herb's repertoire. They all have his sort of signature flavour of chord changes. And when I was doing the transcription, you have to listen to parts over and over again. Every single time I'd go, oh, this is heaven. It's just gorgeous. of the song sometimes too. The marimba can be very softly in the background and still have all the influence it needs. Yes. There was no question that I'd have to use a live marimba. I couldn't use a synthesizer with marimba sounds. What do you think of Herb's work on Rise? and his more jazz-based stuff, and even when he did stuff with Janet Jackson.
rise, I know, and I, I've toyed with should I do it, should I not do it, and I kind of feel it's out of the period. But you could play some great bass in it. It gives you the opportunity to funk it up a bit. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's, I put my art before my ego. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Love the fact you guys all had the proper outfits on. Yeah. Although I didn't see any bolero jackets like Herb used to wear. Can't afford that yet. When the budget comes, we'll get a safari suit and a bolero jacket. Wow. I think we'll have a summer outfit. Because <laughs> when you mention about Herb's later work, yeah. I only found out the other day that he revisited Tijuana Brass last year, 2017. Herb Alpert reimagines the Tijuana Brass. But he's done stuff to it. So he's electronified some things. with some of his work as well, yeah. I can see that. Black up music, keep the funky fresh, y'all. And we won't stop until we get y'all. Till we get y'all, say yeah. your own website where you have all the other bands together and people can contact you and look if you're having a party get to you on a taxi it'll make the party tinaharris.net one of the things that will get some people hot anyway is the artwork the front cover for whipped cream and other delights which has quite a backstory to it but I'll, i'll let you explain what the artwork is the front cover of whipped cream and other delights by herb albert it's a model sitting there in a mountain of what appears to be whipped cream from tip to toe in a suggestive posture with a finger in her mouth or something. It's only the bit of it that's actually whipped cream and the rest of it is a white blanket covered in shaving cream. So thank goodness because the poor woman... The high level scans you have now, you can quite clearly see, seems like she's fallen into a white curtain and someone's poured stuff over her. With today's scans, it doesn't look at all like a mountain of whipped cream. You see what you want to see. No matter how starved you are, do not eat your Herb Albert cover. It's, It's not whipped cream. What song is the most musically challenging of Herb's to do live? That's easy, Casino Royale. Because of the harmonies? No, because of there's some kind of oddball timing in it. So it starts out with... What is that as a time signature? We had a discussion with the horn players because I was thinking of one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, and then it goes into four, four. But they wanted me to go... One, two, three, one, two, three. I don't know why, but anyway, they did. There's another sort of an odd bar extra. There's a kind of an extra weirdo two, four bar or an extra bar. Very for Mission Impossible, that's sort of the air. That was the idea, I guess, because it does have this espionage quality to it, doesn't it? The only vocal you do is Herb Albert's This Guy's In Love With You. You see this guy, this guy's in love with you. If it could be called a vocal, I think even Dave Mason from The Reels would argue whether that was actually a vocal. Yes, I'm in love Who looks You could almost Shatner it through if you wanted to. You could talk it through if you wanted to. Yeah, you know, that's funny because our band does not consist of any singers as such. 
they can all carry a tune because they're good musicians. So we've split up the vocal duties between two band members. I think they get the sympathy vote just a little bit because they're not singers and mm. it's cute that they're kind of almost singing it as a duet to one another. I thought Herb's rendition was perfectly fine. It was such a success that they released it. It wasn't intended for release. Yeah, was he supposed to sing it? Did someone not turn up like the girl from Eponema happened? What, what no, happened there? He sang it on a TV special to his wife as a love song. Bert wrote it. It was first take. He oh. just did it. You mentioned there's a preamble to it. What's a bit cringy about this? Oh, it's absolutely. It starts out with Herb walking along a California beach and a nice lady walking also. And it starts out with California. And California girls have always been special to me. I grew up in California and still have my home here. And I guess the feeling any family has when it's together is really the most important part of the beat of America or any other country. Oh, so we start the song with the background, there's a bit of a vamp, and Mikey, our singer who sings the first verse, he takes the liberty of reading that out. (laughs) It's really cringy. I highly recommend it. Just watch the clip on YouTube. I'll see you on the 8th of December. Great. I'll be the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. I might even, I might see if I can find a bolero jacket to come along. People might think I'm a waiter, but I'll do it anyway. Thank you so much, Maynard. I'll point you out. I'll single you out. Maynard.com.au AU Bryson and Hume Everything